I think it's very important from a scientific perspective that it will contribute to better quality when it comes to science and scientific results. Because uh, I think we will broaden perspectives. We will bring in other kind of issues and, and, and possible interpretations and societal problems that could be solved if we broaden the number of women into research. So it's very much about quality. This is a business perspective. I mean, going forward, we're going to have to be an inclusive employer to actually capture everyone's skills and, and of course, uh, to be attractive. Uh, you also need to be good at these things. And it's the customer perspective. You need to sort of mirror your customer's needs. So the whole concept of, of skill capture and diversity and inclusion is, is very much linked to business success in the future, is our feeling. Despite efforts from both academia and the industry, women are still underrepresented in technology education and the technology industry. In big tech companies such as Microsoft and Google, women make up roughly 30% of the workforce. At KTH Royal Institute of Technology, Sweden, 34% of the undergraduate students and 31% of the graduate students are women but only about 16% of the professors are women. In this episode of KTH Tech Talks, we meet Anna Wahl, Vice Rector at KTH, with responsibility for gender equality, and Sofia Wallne, Head of Labor Affairs at the Swedish transport company Scania. They discuss what's being done at KTH and at Scania in terms of gender equality and what efforts are made in order to make KTH and Scania more attractive workplaces for women. I think that this question is quite um, quite a big one, but yeah. I, of course, the first thing is to recruit to attract women, and that goes, uh, I mean, both faculty and students. So I think there have been a number of initiatives over the years to sort of increase the numbers of women, uh, both in education and in faculty. And I think this still needs to go on. There are more initiatives to come. We still have to work on that all the time. But of course, the second thing is to deal with the academic culture and the student culture to think about uh, the environment that women if they feel included, uh, if they are welcome and, and what their opportunities are when they are here. So that is the second thing that is just as important to think about the kind of structures that we build, the culture that we have and to make women feel included at KTH in a number of ways. And we have to work with that continuously and we have to take new initiatives to also critically look at the culture that is in place now. And Sofia, at Scania, you run a big project right now, which is called Skill Capture. 
where you are working on the company culture in order to improve Scania as an employer, very much with regard to aspects as diversity, inclusion, and of course, gender equality. Mm. Uh, could you please tell us a bit about this project and how far you have come? Uh, this is a, a work we've been doing uh, for some years now and um, basically coming from the starting point, uh, why are we not making more progress when it comes to gender diversity and, and um, sort of drew the conclusion that we have to broaden uh, this work to sort of make it a topic that is relevant for everyone. Not only looking at the sort of visible diversity aspects, but also the more invisible aspects, such as uh, how we are as, as a person uh, or personality experience, it could be anything. So that's why also we call it skill capture, because I agree with Anna, this is very much a question of having an inclusive corporate culture and making it possible for everyone to contribute from their own starting point. So that's why skill capture is the starting point of this work is, is actually conducting uh, workshops in all the management teams globally to work with the, the mindset, of course, but also to all the management teams to create their own focus areas that are relevant from their perspective to improve the, the corporate culture and our abilities here. And more sort of concretely, what, what is it you actually do? Well, the, the workshop itself starts with an introduction to the management team uh, a couple of weeks before. And then we make a, a pre-survey where the participants get to express what is their uh, view on the topic diversity and inclusion. In the workshop as such, we start out by looking at future trends. What would Scania, what could Scania look like, let's say 2030? And after discussing that for some time, they make sort of a current state analysis. Uh, what is the culture in the management team? What is the diversity starting point? And from those two, the, the gap analysis then uh, gives the focus areas to improve in that management area. And Scania is a global company represented in over 100 countries. Yep. Th this must be a huge challenge. Yeah, it is. It is a huge challenge. And, and uh, actually, the work that we're doing now, we've never really tried it before. But we've uh, actually conducted 15 workshops now with the top management teams, all of them uh, located in Sweden. Also had uh, some pilots out in the global network. But um, the next step here is now to, to sort of conduct the, the workshops uh, globally. So it would be roughly 300 management teams during 2017 and 18. And Anna, at KTH, uh, there are two groups that are working on developing the faculty in a broader sense. Future faculty and styrka, mm -hmm. uh, Swedish for strength. Uh, what role do these groups play in the development of gender equality and equal opportunities at KTH? Well, they, these groups are kind of the first uh, very visible signs of the strategy that we usually call gender mainstreaming. That means that we mainstream or we integrate issues of gender equality into sort of the normal structures and, and the normal processes where decisions are made. And future faculty group uh, consists of persons from the, the different schools at KTH, from the executive group. So it's a way to integrate these issues into uh, the executive groups at KTH, especially targeted towards faculty, to renew faculty. So these positions, they, they actually look at the recruitments, the evaluation systems, that we integrate uh, gender equality perspectives into these processes, which is 
quite good. And Styrka has been a group consisted of persons from different parts of KTH. Also the uh, management development and the career support and the gender equality work in general. So in all these aspects, we want to integrate the perspective of gender equality into these normal processes. But now we have a government, government has said to all uh, Swedish universities to write a plan for gender mainstreaming of the whole university. So in May this year, we will have a plan for this and it, it will include other groups except for future faculty and Styrka that we have sort of an idea that we have to organize this work in a more thorough way and to coordinate the gender equality work that is being done, that you can see the structure. So we, we have, we're working on a suggestion how to, to do this, which will include some kind of equality office that can support different parts of KTH in its work for gender equality. But I think that one of the most important things in this gender mainstreaming work is to raise awareness and knowledge when it comes to gender equality and gender and diversity issues because that's a very sort of basic thing that students should know more when they take their exams about gender and diversity issues and that that means that teachers must must know more and and that faculty we have to sort of raise awareness in lots of different groups but also among managers and administrative personnel at KTH so I think that's a huge work (laughs) that we will plan for the next two, three years where a lot of training when it comes to these issues uh, has to take place. And I think that's a key to change. And uh, Anna, you were also a professor at KTH. Yes. And this is sort of your special area of research, gender and organization, mm. and with a sort of focus on leadership. What do you bring to the table from your research uh, to your role as a vice rector? Well, that is quite a lot. I mean, it's kind of what I see it. I think this is a field that you have to know. I mean, it's based on research and knowledge and theories. And uh, I mean, to work for change, you need to understand the problem and to make an analysis to understand what measures you must take to change organizations. So I think that's very helpful to have that kind of understanding of what the problem really is and how to handle it. And... um KTH and Scania are collaborating in a strategic partnership. Are there things that could be done under this partnership in terms of these issues as well, experience-wise? Well, I think it's very important to make these kind of connections. And also, for instance, in teaching, when I I give courses in gender and diversity, then it's very helpful to invite persons from the industry to sort of tell the students what is going on. And I I had a colleague of yours, Sophia, in in one of the courses, uh, just describing what you were describing now to the students. And a lot of the students don't understand that this is actually something, a kind of a knowledge that is uh, being demanded out there and that they they can contribute if they uh, as uh, engineers uh, know things that that will be asked for so I think it's very important to have this kind of connections also in relation to students but of course in research is always important because we do empirical work we need to go out into organizations and into the industry and and post questions and and do research over and over again because things change all the time and we have to keep track of what's going on. Mm. And Sophia? 
Well, for us, it's always interesting to cooperate with uh, academia because uh, we try sort of things out, but it's always, uh, it brings us faster forward, I think, with good cooperation with academia. So we really like that. And um, this field we haven't really uh, discussed in theory yet, but uh, I would look forward to that. Mm. And uh, as a company, there are quite a few uh, KTH students who go out in the industry and work at, for instance, Scania. Uh, is this sort of perspective that uh, KTH is working on, would that be uh, interesting for you? A, a more gender-aware engineer, would that sort of help building your culture? Yes, it would, uh, of course, because, I mean, as work develops, it's, it's very much a question of, of cooperation. And you need to be skilled in uh, being inclusive and uh, cooperating with your colleagues. So having that from university already, of course, that would be a good thing. This diversity and the skill capture aspect for, from our perspective is, is, of course, it's important to sort of do the right thing. But most of all, this is, is, this is a business perspective. I mean, going forward, we're going to have to be an inclusive employer to actually capture everyone's skills and, and of course, uh, to be attractive. Uh, you also need to be good at these things. And it's the customer perspective. You need to sort of mirror your customer's needs. So the whole concept of, of skill capture and diversity and inclusion is, is very much linked to business success in the future, is our feeling. Mm. And to me as a professor and scholar, I think it's very important from a scientific perspective that it will contribute to better quality when it comes to science and scientific results. Because uh, I think we will broaden perspectives, we will bring in other kind of issues and, and, and possible interpretations and societal problems that could be solved if we broaden the number of women into research. So it's very much about quality as well. I completely agree. And I, I mean, being uh, uh, more creative and innovative, the more diversity you have, the more possible solutions you can bring up. So mm. I completely agree. You have listened to KTH Tech Talks, a podcast from KTH, Royal Institute of Technology, Sweden. In this episode, we have met Anna Wahl, Vice Rector at KTH, with responsibility for gender equality, and Sofia Wahlne, Head of Labor Affairs at the Swedish transport company Scania. They discussed what's being done at KTH and at Scania in terms of gender equality and what efforts are made in order to make KTH and Scania more attractive workplaces for women. The music in the beginning and at the end of the show was Modulation of the Spirit with Little Glassman. My name is Håkan Sold and I work at the Communications Department at KTH. For more information on research, education and innovations at KTH, please visit www.kth.se. Thank you very much for listening.